The only thing my father bestowed upon me at birth was a name, Rolihlahla. In Tosa, Rolihlahla literally means pulling the branch of a tree, but its colloquial meaning more accurately would be troublemaker. I do not believe that names are destiny or that my father somehow divined my future, but in later years, friends and relatives would ascribe to my birth name the many storms I have both caused and weathered. My more familiar English or Christian name was not given to me until my first day of school, but I am getting ahead of myself. I was born on the 18th of July, 1918, at Mveso, a tiny village on the banks of the Mbashi River, in the district of Umtata, the capital of the Transkai. The year of my birth marked the end of the Great War, the outbreak of an influenza epidemic that killed millions throughout the world, and the visit of a delegation of the African National Congress to the Versailles Peace Conference to voice the grievances of the African people of South Africa. Mveso, however, was a place apart, a tiny precinct removed from the world of great events, where life was lived much as it had been for hundreds of years. The Transkai is 800 miles east of Cape Town, 550 miles south of Johannesburg, and lies between the Kay River and the Natal border, between the rugged Drakensberg Mountains to the north and the blue waters of the Indian Ocean to the east. It is a beautiful country of rolling hills, fertile valleys, and a thousand rivers and streams, which keep the landscape green even in winter. The Transkai used to be one of the largest territorial divisions within South Africa, covering an area the size of Switzerland, with a population of about three and a half million Xosas, and a tiny minority of Basutus and Whites. It is home to the Tembu people, who are part of the Xosa nation, of which I am a member. My father, Gadla Henry Mpakaniswa, was a chief by both blood and custom. He was confirmed as chief of Mbezo by the king of the Tembu tribe, but under British rule his selection had to be ratified by the government, which in Mbezo took the form of the local magistrate. As a government-appointed chief, he was eligible for a stipend as well as a portion of the fees the government levied on the community for vaccination of livestock and communal grazing land. Although the role of chief was a venerable and esteemed one, it had, even 75 years ago, become debased by the control of an unsympathetic white government. The Tembu tribe reaches back for 20 generations to King Zwide. According to tradition, the Tembu people lived in the foothills of the Drakensberg Mountains and migrated toward the coast in the 16th century, where they were incorporated into the Tosa nation. The Tosa are part of the Nguni people, who have lived, hunted, and fished in the rich and temperate southeastern region of South Africa, between the great interior plateau to the north and the Indian Ocean to the south, since at least the 11th century. The Nguni can be divided into a northern group, the Zulu and the Swazi people, and a southern group, which is made up of Amabaka, Amabomyana, Amagaleka, Amamvengu, Amampondomisa, Ama Mpondo, Abe Suto, and Abe Tembu, and together they comprise the Tosa nation. The Tosa are a proud and patrilineal people 
with an expressive and euphonious language, and an abiding belief in the importance of laws, education, and courtesy. Rosa society was a balanced and harmonious social order in which every individual knew his or her place. Each Rosa belongs to a clan that traces its descent back to a specific forefather. I am a member of the Madiba clan, named after a Tembu chief who ruled in the Transkai in the 18th century. I am often addressed as Madiba, my clan name, a term of respect. Ngun Benkuka, one of the greatest monarchs who united the Tembu tribe, died in 1832. As was the custom, he had wives from the principal royal houses, the great house from which the heir is selected, the right-hand house, and the Itiba, a minor house that is referred to by some as...